What is up, ladies and gentlemen? How are you doing? How are you living? Austin Cunningham and Justin Trees coming to you with a new episode of Talking Football. No Dan Kiefer today, uh, mainly because of weather, and I totally get it because we are supposed to be getting a massive storm right here in my area in Missouri as well, uh, with temperatures going down, uh, wind chill as low as negative 30. So really looking forward to that. Can't wait to freeze my ass off. Might just let my dog poop and pee in the apartment because uh, tell you right now, guys, <laughs> I'm not going out there. But I'll tell you what we are going to do. We're going to win some freaking bets because last week I had a pretty good one, a couple close losses, but it's fine. It's part of it. But I will say we have been on a heater collectively as a group. And if you are listening to this and you have been following some of our bets and you've been winning, one, please let us know. And two, tell a friend because, hey, we're just all people helping people here and we all want to win money. And there's nothing more fun than winning money, especially when you put down a little bit of a bet that you're like, "Eh, I don't know. And then you listen to us. You think, you know what? That's a pretty solid point. Forget about it. I'm going to go ahead and try it. And bam, you hit. Our percentages are good. We know what we're talking about. We're having fun all the way from the top of the college football world to the bottom of it. And same with the NFL. Tell a friend, let them know, have them join us. Be part of this because we are excited about what's going forward, especially with how successful this year has gone in terms of our betting. Like I said, I've done enough talking here to start the episode. Mr. Justin Treese, we're on a time limit. I get that. But how have you been? How was life in the world of Justin Trees? Weather fine in your area, aside from Dan and I? Um, yeah, it's great right now, man. It's uh, Weather's good. I mean, I live in southern Utah, which is on the border of Nevada and Arizona. So it's, you know, it, it's still in the 50s during the day. So I can't I can't complain. Um, gets down into the 20s in, at night, which, again, compared to you guys, is negative 38 bad. But um yeah so so far you know so good you know getting ready for christmas getting ready for the holidays that's always exciting and boy do we have something exciting to talk about and that's the jacksonville jaguars folks <laughs> my goodness look at what it. a what a comeback man <laughs> so trevor lawrence and i believe how the kids say it nowadays is him um he is just <laughs> so good it is unbelievable. Um, I was actually going to text you this, but then I decided I was going to wait and let you do it off of the top of your head. So okay. I know we're on a time limit and stuff, but I want to do this. I had Dan do it, and I'll give you his as well, but I want to know yours. If you had to start a franchise right now with quarterbacks, so you you know you can put in you know contract you know whatever you want to do age whatever you want to put into it put into it let's just say you need this quarterback for the next like seven years seven to ten years right mm-hmm. name your top ten in order in order yeah I want in order and all since I'm putting you on the spot I will give you Dan's first um I mean I can give you probably my top five okay go ahead. So it's going to be, obviously, for me, one Chiefs fan, two, he is the best quarterback in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes. Two, Josh Allen. I think three, a lot of people can probably go a different direction with this, but you're saying for the next seven years, uh, three years in the league, you know, first year absolutely has his knee bent backwards. Year two starting, pretty much leads the team to the Super Bowl. I mean, we're just, it's got to be Joe Burrow for me. So, again, top three, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, I don't know why I just said his name so weird. They're number four um, with the way he's playing right now. I don't think he's getting enough credit for it, just to be honest, because he has been on kind of a role lately. Justin Herbert, um, number five, speaking of how he's playing right now, getting the credit that he probably deserves. 
I would probably throw in uh, Trevor Lawrence into that just because, you know, his rookie year <laughs> with Urban Meyer, I know we talked about it last episode, just that sucks. Like, we might as well just consider that a wash for him. So I think him being in the top five is fair. And then I think number six, I would go Justin Fields with just how well he's shown with his legs. And some people might be like, why in the world are you not throwing in Lamar Jackson yet? How, how, like, how just disgusting and disgraceful is that? I'm going to be honest with you. I've had my doubts of Lamar Jackson since he joined the NFL. I've been very vocal about that. I kind of started to come around, but me coming around was on the fact of if he's developing as a passer. And let's be honest, he's taken some shots downfield, but he is not leading the Ravens strictly with his arm. If his legs aren't involved, the Ravens are not who they are. You know what I mean? Like they're just not have, golly, excuse me on these hiccups here. They're just not getting that type of success. When I look but, at Justin Fields. But Fields is the same way. In, in a sense, right? But we've seen Justin Fields be productive with his arm. We've seen we've, him make those. But we've those seen Lamar. We've, we've seen Lamar be that. Sorry, and I'm not trying to like. No, I know that. Anything, but like Lamar like was fantastic like last year throwing the ball. And this year, like look at all of his weapons that haven't been playing. I, and that's and that's a very fair point. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I, I'm You do your your. I like it. So Fields Fields is six. Who do you mm-hmm. have in seven? And then seven, I wasn't going to throw Lamar in there. Okay. And then when it's like you get eight, nine, and ten, that's where it gets a little dicey because you're starting to get into some of these o- older quarterbacks. That Dak Prescott needs to be right there. I'm just not really trusting him. As as much like as good as Dak is, it's like that's almost as bad as Dak has been as well. Like we, he's just yeah. so inconsistent. You've heard Dan Orlovsky go like, you know, he doesn't beat good teams. He doesn't beat playoff teams. That's true. That's yeah. fair. So yes. I'm at eight with Dak Prescott, and I'll have nine and ten. I think I would go Deshaun Watson to a tongue of Iloa. Okay. All right. I like it. And okay, I don't so- think I'm throwing – I don't think I'm missing anyone huge. Jalen Hurts. I'm You're missing, missing Hurts. Yeah. You want Hurts in there? I'll be, I'll be honest. I want to see Hurts do it again. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, so let me give you Dan's, and then we can go from there. Dan, <coughs> excuse me, he went Mahomes one, mm-hmm. Allen two, Burrow three. Spoiler, we all have the same top three. Um, he has Trevor Lawrence four. He has well, he's just Justin- trying to kiss your ass. Yeah, obviously. Like, Why wouldn't you? Uh, he has Justin Fields at five. Mm-hmm. He has Justin Herbert at six. Hertz at seven, Tua at eight, Watson at nine, and Dak at ten. So he doesn't so, have Lamar Jackson at all. So he does not. And that we we had we had a discussion about it. Um, so yes, and he was like he was like, actually, honestly, I probably should have him in there, but he's like, this was off the top of my head, and I'm sticking to it. I'm like, all right, I'm like, I'll respect it. So again, here's mine. So I have Mahomes one, Allen two, Burrow three. I do have Herbert four. And then I have Lawrence five. So you and I have the same top five. Look at that. In order. Love that. I have Hertz at six. I think that he deserves the respect of like what he's done. So I have Herbert six, or sorry, Hertz six. I have Lamar seven, just like you do. Um, I have two at eight. I have Watson nine. And I have Fields 10. I do not have Dak in my top 10. Dak is 11. And I mean, you could talk me out of Dak being in the top ten. I mean, you yeah. you legitimately you could. Yeah. For like, this list, in terms of 
who do you want to build a future around in terms of quarterback with their current contract situation for the next seven years? Yeah. That's yeah. why there's no Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady on this. Exactly. List. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So anyways, we all were very similar. I mean, there was 11 names named out of the top 10. It's like, do you think, so, uh, Kirk cousins deserve some respect? I, I actually, so I actually went down pretty far uh-huh. and I have, I actually have Kirk at 12. That seems fair. Yeah. Yeah. Matt so, Ryan? Yeah, I have him at uh, 49th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. That uh, was good. So, yeah, anyways, um, it's awesome to see, man. And I know I'm a homer and I don't give a shit. Like, it is so much fun to watch Trevor, like, just change throughout the season. And, like, it's how nice good to see him is. be what he was supposed to be. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if this was his rookie season and we're week 16, it's like, look at what Trevor Lawrence is doing. That's all we're talking about. But it's yeah, year two. Like yeah. his year one was, he's got screwed It doesn't over count. It. it doesn't yeah. count. Like, like the national media and like ESPN is not going to count that and be like, oh, you no. know, he's going to be up here and like oh, his first three seasons. This is how many wins he has. Let's just all be in agreement. You wash his first year out of there. Yeah. Like first three years, you know, with a quality coach, maybe that should be how they read his stats. Yeah, exactly. And so it made me like start looking. I'm like, what do like all these guys have? And they all have like, you know, that big number one receiver, you know, like as, as they were growing and stuff like that. And like, it's, it's awesome. And like, it's fun to see like how things are changing. I don't know what you're smiling at. I just, Um, I know where you're going with this. Keep going. What do you, where am I going? No, I just want you to keep going. I'm just smiling. Christian Kirk is awesome. Um, Zay Jones is awesome. And I can't wait for Calvin Ridley. I, I didn't want to interrupt you. Just keep going. I'm just smiling because you're you're pat. You've not been this excited to talk about the Jags in a while. So I'm, I'm just I happy for you. I haven't. So I'm super excited about that. Evan Ingram needs to stay. I think he's just a huge force in this offense. But then it made me th- start thinking about like not even Trevor. Now let's start talking about Justin Fields. Like I have him at 10. You guys have him both at like six. So mm-hmm. you guys are even higher on him. I'm like, what does he need? He needs that number one wide receiver that they, they either trade for or sign in free agency. And Chicago's supposed to, I think, have the most cap space or the second most cap space in the NFL going into this offseason. You pray to every football god that the Bengals cannot re-sign T. Higgins and you go and buy T. Higgins and you pay him whatever you want. What about Chase Claypool? I know I'm not about to compare him to Clay- T. Higgins, right? But like you have Claypool. He's Is Claypool slaps, just a solid number two then in your mind? He's a solid number okay. three to four. That's fair. Number three. Wow. Claypool is not very good, man. He's just. I don't not. think he's getting those opportunities that he was getting in Pittsburgh with Big Ben. That's fair. And that so last I think year I, Big Ben, like he's not throwing the ball down the field accurately, so that's taking away. And then Claypool coming to Chicago midseason doesn't have that connection with Justin Fields. We've seen Justin Fields take over games with his legs, so that Stephen that's taking even more opportunities away from them to build that connection. I think Claypool could be a little bit of a. You know, a surprise next year for some people. I got my eyes on him. I know, you know, looking forward to next year in terms of fantasy football. I'm keeping my eyes on him later rounds, of course. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he's a wide receiver three, but if he can be a two, then awesome. But mm-hmm. that's he still need you still need the number one, right? Like, yeah. you st- like literally every single player that we just named, every quarterback has a big name wide receiver with them. Yeah. Right, like Mahomes, you well, we're just counting Kelsey. He's he's yeah. had Tyreek Hill, right? Juju's even 
been freaking solid. Yeah. So Allen, obviously, once he got digs, really exploded. Burrow, we already know, has the guys. Herbert, we know, has the guys. Trevor, just whatever we wanted to say, like Kirk and Zay Jones have been those. So dudes. that's where I thought you were going with this initially was, you know, you look at these other quarterbacks and they have their number one guy. And we look at Trevor Lawrence, it's like, he's got Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, not- I was – I we had this. I mean, I, I actually want to go back to our episode after Kurt got signed because I remember I was super excited about it. And I didn't care about the money, and I know that you and Dan were all opposite. Like, yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's pretty pricey. He's lived up to the contract. I'm not gonna say and act like I've been watching Jaguars games or know the stats, but Christian Kirk's really been living up to that contract. He's third, fourth, fourth or fifth in touchdowns, eleventh uh, in receptions, and he's a, he's going to pass a thousand yards this uh, this week. He's got like nine hundred. 980 receiving And then you yards. throw in Calvin Ridley next year. Woo. And then Calvin Ridley next year with Zay Jones for how he's playing. And yeah. And honestly, they'll they'll go and get another guy too because Marvin Jones is going to be gone. They're not going to yes. resign him. So they're going to draft another guy too. So anyways, but no, that's not, uh, it's actually not the route I was going. The way that I knew, once you started laughing, I knew that was the route you thought I was going to go. Okay. So anyways, you thought that's what I thought with what you thought you were going to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so. A lot of thoughts there. A lot of thoughts that ended up being, I'm right. Um, you talking love thoughts. Say, you love talking <laughs> thoughts. I love it. That's um, actually pretty good. <laughs> I do like it. I do like it. Um, they're catching the Titans. They're going to They're going to the playoffs. This is the last thing I'll say, and then I know we'll get into our picks. You're Jags fine. are, they are catching the Titans, and we are going to have a playoff game in Duval County this year. What? They, what's, what's the remaining? Hey, don't be, don't take yeah. it disrespectful. This is news to me. Yeah. You just throwing this in there. Who so, do they play? <laughs> they play the Jets on Thursday night tomorrow. Uh huh. Then they play the Texans, and then they okay. play the tight. Then they play the Titans at home. At home. they beat them in Tennessee. Yeah. You home. tell me they sweep the Titans this year. I'm saying they sweep, dude. Did you just see that Tannehill's out for the year, and they lost, and they just lost another offensive lineman. I didn't see, I missed Tannehill news. What? Tannehill's gone, man. Like it's like it's not official, official, but like every news report are saying like he's like it's like ninety percent chance he's out for the season. Oh, I completely missed that today, so that's lovely. Yeah. Well, then, hey, go Jags, Duval. So I mean, because the Titans have the Titans have the Texans this week, then they have Dallas, and then they have the Jags. Who do they have this week? Sorry. Texans, Dallas, okay. Jags. I don't know. Texans have been playing teams close lately. I know. They almost beat the Cowboys. They almost beat the freaking Chiefs. I was yeah. pissed. Yeah. And uh, so, I why mean, not if go the, get a dub against? Yeah. Hmm. If if the Jags either go 2-0 the next two games, meaning they beat the Jets and the Texans, or the Titans go 1-1, one one, eight, Week 18 decides the division. Jags versus huh. Titans. They're only one game back. Look at that. I would. I did not think I was going to be saying that this year. I. I, I did not think I was going to be saying this saying like that. four weeks. Like four weeks ago, I did not plan on saying this. <laughs> so, anyways, exciting times. I'm. I like. It's super exciting to be able to like get on to like Twitter and any social media or anything and see like the Jags are doing. So, anyways. It's great. It's fantastic. We're 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 way over time. I spent. I wanted to spend. No, time. you're. Hey, I'm. I'm happy for you. I'm glad that we got to do that. Legitimately, yeah. you deserve so, it. Thanks. So, hey, guess okay. what? It's all what? of our podcast. 
Fuck it me. is. Yeah, it's our podcast, so enjoy it. All right, we're gonna just do a clean a clean sweep of Dan's picks real quick, and then we'll get into ours. Um, so Dan's picks. He has a lot of picks this week. He has twelve picks. Um, Whoa. T- I know. He's trying to catch up to us, dude. He's he's down by a lot. Like just yeah, that that doesn't. Hey, foot on the throat, my pal. He's not catching. Yeah, uh, you guys fun. wouldn't do it to me. You guys wouldn't do it to me. What are we about to do here? Yeah, I mean, just let him let him have these. He's already All beating right. me in the overall season. All right, that's no, fine. he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. Okay, you, you you're are. up by eight. Yeah, I'm beating you. Yeah, that's what I was getting yeah. upset with. Okay, hey, uh, my okay. Bad. All right, okay, we're good then. All right, so he's Sorry, taking <laughs> he's taking Wake at minus two against Mizzou. He's taking minus one and a half Georgia Southern in the first quarter. He's taking the under 43 in uh, Wisconsin, Oklahoma State. He's taking UCF plus one and a half in the first half. So those are his college games, only four. And then we get into the crazy NFL ones. He is taking the Jags at plus one tomorrow night. He's taking Atlanta plus seven and a half versus the Ravens. He's taking the Bears over one and a half touchdowns in the game. He's taking the Vikings over two and a half touchdowns in the game. He's taking the Seahawks at plus 10 versus Kansas city. He's taking Miami at minus two and a half in the first half. He's taking the over nine and a half points in the first quarter of green Bay and Miami. And then he is taking the under 46 and a half in the chargers in uh, Indy game on Monday night. So those are all of his picks. We will get into his parlay here in a second. Now we can kind of get into ours. Okay. I'm gonna, I'll start us off. I'm also taking Wake at minus two versus Mizzou. Uh, Wake is not missing anybody. They have zero opt-outs. I think that they want to end this year on a high note and have a winning record. Give me Wake minus two. Yep, and I have the exact same bet with you guys. So we're going to keep that one off of our uh, <laughs> our top five parlay here. That is yeah. for sure. My next bet, though, is going to be Baylor favored by three and a half versus Air Force. I feel like this is pretty much a lock. I mean, Air Force is not going to be scoring the ball well. Baylor is going to, so I'm rocking with the old Baylor Bears, favored by three and a half. Cool. All right. Um, I will take my next one. I'm taking the under 60 and a half for Utah State and Memphis. Uh, High number, Utah State's offense is mad this year. I know Memphis is pretty good there, but I actually think that Utah State – can find a way to slow them down a little bit. I think this is a little bit lower scoring of game. I don't see this hitting 61. So taking the under there on that one. Uh, The one that I feel very confident about is East Carolina minus seven and a half against Coastal Carolina. If anybody's watched Coastal Carolina the last few weeks of them playing, you can tell that they are garbage. McCall is transferred. He's out. He's in the portal. Like they are just not a good team this year. So give me East Carolina minus seven and a half. So you just went with that over under and I was looking at our over under for college. I'm not even on the list because I think that's how little bets that I've made or just little success that I've had. And it made me think of last week when I started off real hot and cocky with the under for Marshall versus UConn because Marshall is leading in terms of percentage for hitting the under. Of course, yeah. that game hits the freaking over. Of and course. I'm just now seeing it. I was like, <laughs> by one just, point. Let me find other ways to just put my foot in my fucking mouth. I love it. I love it. 
All right, you're up. Yeah, so next, I'm going to go Oklahoma State. They are three-and-a-half-point dogs against Wisconsin. And if you know why, please fill me in, because I do not. So I'm rolling with Oklahoma State at three-and-a-half. Dogs. Sanders transferred or entered the portal. Their quarterback, that's why. Don't even care. Wisconsin's hot garbage this year. They are. So I'm rolling with the Cowboys. Guns up. I don't think that's really their slogan, but it's not. It's not, but I love it. What is their slogan? I have no idea, but I know it's not that. Is guns up Texas Tech? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All right. Anywho. Anywho. Next up. Uh, You got another one? That was only one for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just was hoping that we'd somehow come up with what their slogan was. (laughs) Arkansas. Favored by two and a half versus Kansas. I was so close to taking Kansas. I'm honestly rooting for Kansas. I hope I lose this bet. That's where I'm at with it. But I am going to be, you know, SEC bias and take them versus the Big 12 here. So I'm going to take Arkansas plus favor, or excuse me, favored by two and a half against Kansas. It's a sad, it's a sad bet, but I want to win money. I uh, I went straight to this game because I saw it, it was this week. Um, and also everybody that wasn't here last week, we're only doing this for one week. So this is from... This is basically any game that's from the 22nd to the 28th. Um, yeah. But anyways, I went straight to this game because I'm like, I'm taking that over. I don't give a shit what that number is. It was 69 and a half. I'm like, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, change my mind. I'm like, I'm like, the problem is I can see it happening, but I do not feel comfortable with it. Not this. risking it for that. Not going to do that. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Next one for me. Um, where am I at? I am taking the over, given I just said that I'm not taking a 69 half. I am taking us over 67 of <laughs> Georgia Southern Ooh. Buffalo. I know, but at least the, both of these offenses can score and both of these defenses are garbage. Like I fully expect to see at least four touchdowns of over 60 yards in this game. Both of these defenses are so really? bad. Yeah, That's a separate bet you ought to make. I know, seriously. So um, over 67 there on that one. Uh, we did just talk about how Wisconsin is bad. I think they're super pumped about having their new head coach and the just the vibes in Madison right now that I think they start off a little hot. I think they start off hot and then they you know end up falling apart. But that is why I'm going to take Wisconsin Badgers minus one and a half in the first quarter. Like just have the first quarter lead, and we're gonna just call it, and then you can then you can fall apart. I'm good with it. Uh, I feel like we're becoming degenerate gamblers now that we're betting on the spreads in the freaking first quarter of a bull game. But hey, here we are. Here we we've are. come a long ways, and here <laughs> we are. <laughs> so uh, my last college bet is going to be the over seventy three and a half points in Oregon versus North Carolina. I think Bo Nix and May are just going to just air it out. I think they're both going to be making plays. I'm excited about it. Bo Nix announced earlier this week that he's coming back to Oregon for his fifth year of eligibility. One, didn't realize he was that old. And two, love to hear if you're an Oregon Ducks fan. And I think they just got a top recruit as well as a quarterback in the country here with uh, Wednesday being NIL. So if you're an Oregon Ducks fan, you're pretty much on a high this week. Go have some fun playing North Carolina. Go score some points. Who cares who wins? I just need you guys to score 74 points combined. And I'll let you finish out your college games before the NFL. Okay. I did actually did not see the Bo Nix news. Yep. It's just I'm surprised that I saw news that you did not. So that is uh, pretty scary for you. Yeah, that's not ideal for the youths yeah. there, but I mean, whatever, we'll just win back to again. It's not a big deal. Um, All right. <laughs> we are going to go for the last one and we are going to take Ole Miss minus three and a half against Texas tech. 
I talked about vibes in Madison. I think vibes at Ole Miss are going to be super high that they got to keep their head coach in Lane Kiffin. They got Jackson Dart coming back. They they're, they want to win this bowl game. They're going to want to. They're playing a big enough team. Give me Ole Miss. They're at minus three and a half. I like Moving, that bet a lot. Thank you. Moving on into NFL. I only have four. I'm going to take, just like Dan, Jags plus one at the Jets. Thursday night, the, both of these teams need a win so desperately. Like, it's crazy that, like, both of them are like, there's a chance we are kicked out of the playoffs. Events. Uh, Jags do have a few defensive linemen missing, which is a little scary. But you want to know what? I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence, the vibes that they have over Zach Wilson. Absolutely love it. And, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and start off with that same bet as well. I'm all Jags, baby. Just a little Duval County. Love it. I'm happy for you. I'm rolling with the Jags. My next bet is uh, another one that I feel like, honestly, it's kind of a lock this week because last week they got a win. Kind of a surprise win. Probably should have gone into overtime. It did not. Another win in Vegas, though. But this week, it's the Raiders. Two and a half point dogs against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to be honest. Steelers, hot garbage this year. I don't care. <laughs> I do not understand how the Raiders are not favored in this game. I don't care where it's located. I'm assuming it is in Pittsburgh if they're dogs right now. The Raiders are better than the Steelers. I'm taking the Raiders to win this ball game. Even if they lose, lose by field goal at least. I'm still right. If who loses by a field goal, though? The Raiders. No, because it's plus two and a half. They like, lost by a... When I say that, it's like they only lose by one. It's a game-winning field goal for the Steelers. <laughs> when, I, when I say lose by a field goal, I don't actually mean a field goal. That's I don't mean by three points. Just game-winning field goal doesn't have to equal. It doesn't mean you win by three. It means you yeah. can win by one. All right, okay, I got you. I got you. I love that. That's, that's just all. That's what I'm saying. I know. I get what you're saying. I it makes sense now, but the first time you said it, it was just like, yeah, they're gonna lose by uh, by a last second field goal, but not by three. And I'm just like, anyways, it's Idiot. fine. Okay, that's it, it was it was that's it was fair. awesome. I loved it. I loved it made it. sense in my mind. Yeah. Um. And you are right. That is in Pittsburgh. It is the Saturday night game because most of the games are on Saturday this week. Um. All right. Moving on, I'm taking the Lions at minus two and a half at Carolina. Uh, I won that bet last week when you guys were all over the Lions offense saying they were going to score a point, bunch of points. I said they wouldn't, still won the game like that. I kind of feel like this game is going to be pretty similar, that they might not put up a ton of points, but I just don't think Carolina is going to be able to match it. So give me the Lions minus two and a half on the road. Uh, going back to the well here where I've taken the Niners over two and a half touchdowns, did it last week, won it. Very early. I'm going to do it again. Over two and a half touchdowns for the San Francisco 49ers. I love it. And Brock Purdy, QB1. So I mean, just so keep good. doing what you do, baby. So I'm just, I'm so happy for me. Wouldn't that be such a story? Just mystery relevant taking over the historic San Francisco 49ers would just be absolutely legendary. I don't think we have much time left. So we do need to kind of rush through this here. Um, my next two bets here is going to be the Lions as well, favored by two and a half versus the Panthers. I am a little worried about this, especially with how well the Panthers defense has been as of late. All their young guys are back and playing, and it looks like they're kind of heading in the right direction. The Browns favored by three versus the Saints. I feel like that's an easy bet. The Browns are starting to get on track. The Saints are not. And so that's going to be my next two bets here before going Bengals favored by three versus the Pats. And then we just went ahead and mentioned the Jags plus one versus the Jets. So 
All right, cool. And then I have one more, and I'm taking the under 20 and a half first half points with the Bucs and Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals on their third string quarterback. Bucks offense just hasn't been able to get going. I think that the Cardinals defense is going to be able to slow them down just enough to not – like, honestly, I could see the Cardinals being shut out in the entire first half, and I just don't see the Bucs scoring 21 points, basically, yeah. on the mat there. So, under there. Um, all right, parlays. I'm going to start off. I'm going to take – East Carolina minus seven and a half versus Coastal Carolina. I'm going to take that 49ers over two and a half touchdowns. And I'm going to take that under 20 and a half first half points between the Bucks and the Cardinals. There we go. Absolutely love to see it. My part, my three leg parlay is going to be the Raiders dogs by two and a half points versus the Steelers, the Jags being one point dogs versus the Jets, and then Wake Forest favored by two versus Mizzou. Perfect. And then, like I said, Dan's is going to be Atlanta plus seven and a half versus the Ravens. Chicago Bears over one and a half touchdowns and then over nine and a half first quarter points from Green Bay and Miami. It's tough because they're those are the ones that I like the most out of Dan's picks as well, which is why you put them in his three game parlay. But let's get going. We'll make our five legger right here. We all have Wake Forest. Do we do it? Do we not do it? I say screw it. Let's go for it. Let's I mean, it. I agree. little Christmas agree. spirit. Why be scared? Yep. All right. Wake Forest minus two versus Mizzou. Um, let's go looking at Dan's picks. Uh, I actually like the over two and a half touchdowns for the Vikings mm-hmm. um, against against the Giants, but they're yep. at home. Kind of go. Okay. I like that from Dan. I, like uh, what, I want the I do want the Jags plus one versus the Jets. Okay, you want to – okay, let's start off Thursday night. I love it. Okay. All right. Um, sorry, I'm looking at mine now. Um, I kind of like the under 60 and a half Memphis – Ohio or Ohio State, Utah State. But I also I – know, I know I have it in my three leg, but I also like the two and a half 49ers touchdowns. So I like that one, and I really like Ole Miss favored by three and a half versus Tech. Want to know what? I've had much better success in college than I have NFL this year. So let's do the Ole Miss one. Ole Miss minus okay. three and a half versus Tech. Okay. And perfect. Uh, which one of yours do you want? Um, let's go Baylor favored by three and a half versus Air Force. Huh. All right. So we have two NFL, three college. Love it. Uh, we start off just on Thursday night and go all the way to when's the these got to go to the bowl games and see when what days all these ones are at. So next Wednesday, actually, as we're recording next week, that one, <laughs> this one will be going. We'll it'll, know. Be, it'll be electric if that one's still going as we're recording. I mean, because we Dan and I both took the have bets on the Western Kentucky game that's currently playing right now. Western Kentucky is up 14 nothing, so my plus 4 Western Kentucky is looking real nice. So, we'll see it, how that it. see how that turns out. Um all right, we got about 6 minutes here. Austin, what do you want for Christmas? What does Santa bring into you? What do I want for Christmas? I just want a full complete game of football by the Kansas City Chiefs. That's fair. Offense scores touchdown. Defense gets stops. Maybe a turnover. You know, they don't have to score off of it. Just get another turnover. Uh, at least three sacks. Here, here's what I want. No turnovers by the offense. At least 28 points scored as a team. Defense gets three sacks. And there's no missed field goals. 
by the special teams of the Kansas City Chiefs. And I know everyone's looking at Harrison Butker because I have been as well. But Dustin Colquitt came onto Twitter with some with some knowledge that really surprised me and a lot of other Chiefs fans. It's actually Tommy Townsend's fault for the missed field goals. He's been not having he's not had the laces facing forward. They've been facing the side. And so that's been leading the ball to go more left and why Harrison Butker's been missing kicks. And another one is that he's had the ball leaning back a little bit, which has been forcing it another direction as well. So it looks like some of the problems that Harrison Butker's been having this year, aside from the ankle injury that he came up with and week one against the Cardinals, might be because of the holder as well. So I just want a crisp clean-cut game of football of just success and absolute dominance by the Kansas City Chiefs versus Seattle Seahawks Saturday at home at noon. That's what I want for Christmas. Love it. It's it's awesome that we get like a full slate of Saturday games. I love it. I really do. I really, like, It is so nice to just be able to watch games on Saturday and Sunday instead of just having all-day Sunday of games. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie, though. I may not even turn on any of the games on Sunday. I don't think I, I will either because I'll be watching I'll be watching NBA. Honestly, like NBA Christmas Day is just it's just like how Thanksgiving NFL is special. Like NBA Christmas is it's special. This is when the season really starts for me for the NBA is like now. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's usually in like late January. Like yep. when there's not as many games on on the weekends <laughs> for football and stuff like that. It's like all right, okay, like this is when yep. I start watching. So kind of the same with you there. But like, and also it doesn't help that these games are garbage. I mean, Packers Dolphins, I actually think will be a pretty good game. Um, Broncos Rams, like I have zero interest in watching a single second yeah. of that game. And then Bucks Cardinals, kind of the same thing. Like I yep. just don't really have interest in watching it. Um, that Monday night game, man, the Colts are just a mess. It's it's amazing. So, so bad. Matt Ryan, uh, Andy Aguilar, who does like the weekly meetings, you know, for the NFL teams. And it was like Matt Ryan led NFL team 33 to nothing. That's just like 28 to three with inflation. I <laughs> died laughing at that. That was so good. That's hilarious. That is, that is awesome. So <laughs> what do you want for Christmas? So Therese? Uh, I think it's pretty obvious. Jags playoff birth. Uh, and I mean, I mean, honestly, maybe even I actually I don't even know. Like, if you had to gun to my head, I I think I'd choose Utah Rose Bowl win. Over, right. I mean, you can get both. It's not like I mean, I mean, maybe I don't. I asked for maybe. multiple things in my in my victory. Yeah, right. Chiefs. You're, you can go Rose Bowl win, Jags sweep the Titans, and Jags playoff berth. Yeah, that's what that's what I want for Christmas. Sorry to tell you what your gifts are, but Th- that's all right. I've, I'll take it all day. So. Ho ho ho! It's my mom's favorite holiday. That's what she be. That is that is the disrespect <laughs> to your mother. Love my right mom, but <laughs> I can't wait to let her listen to this. Um, <laughs> all right, okay, that does it for us. We appreciate you all. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever you want to say there. And Happy Hanukkah. Yep. Yep. And um, good luck to everybody still in fantasy playoffs. Yeah, nah, screw you guys. All right, I am I'm just about done on fantasy football. It's just it's not working out for me. It's not your thing. So it, it is my thing. It's just not I'm not good at it. Yeah. yeah. This year. I'm I'm atrociously bad at it this year. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Yeah. But again, we're rebuilding. Rebuild year. I love it. All right. Okay. Bye, everybody.